Welcome to a very special episode of The Pink Mug. This sisterhood conversation was recorded during our annual Design for Life Women's Conference. Yes, we believe it is absolutely critical for every girl who finds herself anxious, stressed, or fearful during this season in our world. Then honestly, who hasn't felt some of that recently? That is so true, but we know that you will find strength as you listen to this conversation that we had with special guest, Nancy Alcorn. The sisterhood shares practical keys to mental and emotional health to an unsettled world. This episode will be sure to lead your heart to a place of rest. excited that you're joining us today for this breakout session and that you are a part of Design for Life 2020. I really believe that God wants to use our time here together to encourage your heart. I don't know what you're walking through or why you chose this session, but God does. And you may be watching and wanting to hear what we're going to talk about because you're walking through a season where you're just struggling with discouragement or anxiety or depression. And you know what, first of all, I want you to know you're not alone. And and there's girls that have on this very platform, in this setting, that have experienced things, me included, where they just needed a little encouragement from friends that had faith for them. And so that's why we're here. You may be watching because you know somebody that's dealing with a difficult season and you just need, you need some tools and resource to help them through it. You may be a leader and you're like, I just, I just want to learn. And so wherever you're from, whatever you're experiencing right now, no matter why you decided to join in, we're so glad that you did. And I want to introduce the beautiful girls that are sitting beside me. Um, Savannah, my daughter. (laughs) Savannah is my best friend. Honestly, we're so close. I'm so thankful for her. And we walked through a lot together. Yes. And so you have a lot to say on this subject, Savannah. And Kathy Keene is actually my sister-in-law, and she's on staff at James River Church, um, helps with our counseling department, as well oversees Mercy in Motion, which is a program that we uh, have here at the church to help girls that are walking through challenging seasons. And Kathy, thank you for being here. Um, You have so much to offer on this topic, and I know you're going to add a wealth of information and grace to the conversation. And then our dear friend, my very dear friend, Nancy Alcorn is with us. And oh, Nancy, I'm just honored that you're here. And actually, she's the anchor. Yes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Whenever she talks during the next few moments, you're going to want to listen. Because God has just set his hand on her um, to help women and girls. Um, I can't tell you how many times um, through the years, I I think we've known each other about 15 years maybe. (laughs) And how many times um, at just the right moment, God has connected us by phone or in person like today. I'll tell you what, this girl is so faith filled. 
But you know, no one is exempt from walking through seasons that where they just need a bit of help and support. And so if that's you, that nothing is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're you're not a bad person. Um, With all the challenges that we've faced in 2020, the anxiety level Mm. in people's hearts and minds has gone way up. And as a leader, I've seen it in the church and I've seen it in marriages. I've seen it in individuals, a lot of conversations. And I know all of you have experienced this where you've talked to girls in particular Mm -hmm. who just have been struggling. In fact, all of us have had challenges ourselves with dealing with our emotions and our feelings and um, whether it's anxiety Mm. or fear um, regarding what the news is saying or just um, loneliness um, because of the season of isolation that many of us experience. But you know what? God's word is faithful. And and what I kept feeling the Holy Spirit whisper to me since last March until now is I have not changed. God has not changed. He is still working and his word is still the same. And so that's really the foundation for our conversation today. But um, I want to turn it over to Nancy first. I, I want her to just talk to you a little bit about because honestly, if, if I would um, look across the scope of people that I know and go, who is going to struggle? I would have said, no way. There's no way Nancy will struggle during this season because she's just a powerhouse. Yeah. And, but I remember a conversation we had, it's probably six weeks ago or so, when you opened up and you were like, yep. I went through some moments of depression, or I don't know if that's how you describe it. I think I would describe it that way. I would say also anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, like you said, I'm a faith-filled person and I am most days, but I felt fear coming against me big time. And in the beginning, I will be honest, I am, so I'm single, I live alone. And, I, and all of a sudden I'm going, what do you mean I can't leave the house? What do you mean I can't go to work? What do you mean I can't meet my friends at Starbucks or go to lunch? Like, what do you mean? And I just started kind of freaking out. What does that mean? Just like your spirit? I would say just not accepting it, mm. just not wanting to accept it mm-hmm. and wanting to fight it. Mm. And, and I just, you know, so I was like that for a few days and I'm like, Lord, you got to help me with this yeah. because I'm a people person. I'm not used to this. And, and, and I just heard the voice of God just so many, how many times have you complained that you wish you had more time to spend mm. with me? Yeah. Wow. And he said, mm-hmm. and I give it, I've given you time and you're not going to be able to receive anything from me or even enjoy this time unless you surrender to the divine pause. This mm. is a divine pause. Good. Didn't ki- It might have caught you off guard. It didn't yeah. catch me off guard. And he said, I want you to understand that this is an opportunity for a spiritual reset. It's an opportunity for you to trust me. So I had to repent for the freak out wow. and mm. not trusting God. I repented. I said, God, I'm so sorry. I surrender to you. I trust you. I know that no matter what's going on in the world, that you're still God. And you have said that everything that can be shaken will be shaken Mm. so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain. And he said, I put, you have faith in you. You need to, to trust me through this time. And so once I surrendered and repented and surrendered to the pause, there was a grace of God that was released to me. 
And I started being excited about being at home. <laughs> wow. and, and I had time to call and check on somebody if God put them on my heart. And I learned what we've all learned about the Bray Bunch Zoom calls that we did. Yeah. You know? And that was so interesting. But one of the other things, Debbie, that was so significant to me is God said, you know, I'm a God that loves gratitude. And I feel like that I've always been a person that has been filled with gratitude for when someone does something for me or for what the way God blesses. But what God said to me is, you are getting a revelation of how much you've taken for granted. Yeah. Mm. So the next time that you can meet your friends for lunch, you're going to feel such gratitude for yeah. that time. Wow. And it's something that you would have never even previously thought about. And it just like, just being grateful yeah. and having an attitude of gratitude. And it just changed everything. And, and, and what was anxiety, God says, be, don't be anxious for anything. In fact, I've got the scripture reference here. Philippians 4, 6 or 7, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Yeah. And if you do that, then let the peace of God that passes all understanding because our understanding doesn't understand how we can have peace right now, but let that peace yeah. rule your heart and mind and live in that. And, and I'm the same yesterday. Jesus, the same yesterday, today and forever. I will never leave you. Mm. I will never forsake you. God says my word is forever settled in heaven. So just chill and enjoy because <laughs> you're going to wish yes. when you're living on airplanes again, that you, you're going to think back to this time. So be Take quiet. me back. Yeah. You know, it makes me think of that scripture. Scripture, and I, I'm not sure where it's found. You'll know, I bet. <laughs> but um, where Paul says, make the most of every opportunity. Mm, yes. And, you know, as a leader, I always think that means do, 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 do. You know, like get this done or, or start that ministry or advance whatever that he's put in your heart to do. And it's almost like in this instance, he's like, sit, sit, sit. Yeah. That's the opportunity I've given you. Sit in my presence, rest in my presence. But man, it's hard. It's hard if, especially if you are you are a doer and right. you you um, I don't know. You gauge your day by your accomplishments. You know, like mm -hmm. how much you get done. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was only so many Zoom calls you could do. You know, right. it's like right. you can't start anything really. Yeah. You know, so you're like kind of on. Yeah. Well, you know what, what God started, because we all love to see the gifts of the Spirit move and, and, you know, people get healed and, you know, just all of that. And it's so wonderful. And it's all a part of what God does because he is God and he does what he does. But there's also this thing called the gifts of the Spirit. And God whispered to me, I want you, Miss Doer, Miss Goer, Miss yeah. Social Person who wants yeah. to be with people all the time. I want you to learn to sit in my presence and I want you to let the fruit of the spirit grow. Mm. And if you've seen fruit trees, you know, when they begin to get the little apples, they get the blooms and the little apples come. You never see a fruit fruit tree out there straining like, oh, I just want this yeah. fruit to hurry up and grow. Yeah. And I felt like God said, that's what you look like to me right wow. now. You need to stop it. Wow. And, and, and the fruit of the spirit is love, yeah. joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, humility, you know, and, and God just showed me like, you are not a patient person, my friend. <laughs> you need to let patience have its perfect work, you know. And part of that was challenged every time they would extend the mask mandates or extend the lockdowns, you know. I'm like, no. And then I would go back to God, no, no, you're growing fruit wow. in me. Wow. And I'm not going to strive and I'm not yeah. going to strain. I'm going to sit back Good. and I'm going to let you 
work in yeah. me that which is yeah. to your pleasure. So good. I want to go back to something you said um, because I, I'd like you to elaborate on it a bit. You said you repented for not trusting. How do you feel like God was viewing you when you were anxious? You know, did, was he upset with you? No, I didn't feel that at all. I felt like he was a, a loving father who was watching his daughter wow. ha, getting her eyes off of him. So I would relate a story in the Bible to it. It's probably when Peter was walking on the water and he had his eyes on Jesus and when he took him off, he sunk. Yeah. And, I, and, and, you know, Jesus wasn't mad at him. Yeah. He, was, he, he actually honored him for having the faith wow. to take the steps. Yeah. And I felt like that God was just loving me, just hugging me and loving me and calming me and saying, hey, it's okay. Right so it was here. almost like you forgot your daddy was taking care of you. Wow. Right. And he reminded you of that. And there's a, a, some lyrics of a song, I can't remember who wrote it, but it says, sometimes he calms the storm yes. and sometimes he calms his child. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's what wow. he did. That's so good. Oh, so good. So good. So Kathy, mm -hmm. during that season, what was that like? Was it like, oh my goodness, we get to be home? Or did that wear off <laughs> pretty quick? But I was very happy for the stay at home time and just being together and we like to play games and that kind of thing. Um, I would say it was Sundays were our hardest days and early on there was a Sunday that really hit us hard because one of my kids had said, Mom, Sundays are the hardest. It's not supposed to feel like this. And I was pinpointing, trying to find the word for that emotion, you know, not just sadness. But I was like, we're grieving. Yeah. And so literally, I let myself grieve. I, mm. I set an alarm, I had 30 minutes. I went in my room, wow. I cried a few tears. Mm. I thought about what church was and will be again. Wow. And wow. I was sad, but I set my alarm and got up and I made a great meal for the family. <laughs> oh, I am, so I'm good. a simple that meal maker. A, that wow. is such a practical tip. Yeah. Yeah. So from there on, were you fine? Oh, you have waves. I think everybody, mm, the yes. wave of mm. this isn't, I would just mm. kept saying, this doesn't feel right. Something's mm -mm. wrong. It's not the way it's supposed to yeah. be. Mm. And so that wave, but I do love, there's a verse in uh, the book of John where Jesus is the one who's speaking. Mm. And he said, back then, he said, I, you will have trouble in this world, yes. but take heart. His actual words, take heart. Yeah. I have overcome Beautiful. the world. Yeah. So when so you would get alone with God, it was like, that's what you were doing. You were taking heart. Mm. You were, yes. you were yes. taking yes. control of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I had to remember and put my thoughts when I'd be like, whoa, this isn't right. This isn't right. I, I, I can't grasp it. I don't know what's next. But I would just be like, oh, Actually, Jesus does. Yeah. He said that I'm going to be with you, and he's the winner. We're on the winning team, <laughs> yeah. whatever comes our way. That's awesome. And yeah. so, he, well, I know, I know you have something to I say. I do have something to say. And, um, you know, so I think some personalities can, like, they can be more, like, stress. They can lean more towards stress. And so I think, like, during the season, um, it just kind of heightens something that I already have to ask the Lord to help me because I can be an anxious personality. Just um, that's just kind of how I'm wired. And so just, you know, a verse that I've been really clinging to lately is Psalms 18, 6. And it says it's David. He wrote it when Saul was chasing him and he was facing like, you know, 
facing a battle. And he said, but in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God to help. And he heard my cry from his sanctuary. He rescued me. And I, I think I just clung to that because when you can have moments, like you said, that they just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you're not expecting stress. You're not expecting anxiety. And I think, you know, personalities that like to be in control, you like to know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, it keeps like the season is never ending. <laughs> we feel so out of control. And it's just all these different things. And it's not just COVID, but it's just life is different yeah. still. And, you know, you can just cry out to the Lord. And right in that moment, he hears you. And that's just been such a, such a reminder to me of God's goodness that when it comes, you can just cry out to him. And he's so faithful to answer right away. Were there triggers that you noticed caused more stress in you? Were there um, specific things? I think, you know, um, not knowing, I'm a very like, plan, I'm a planner. And so when life seems like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know when we're gonna open church and I don't know different things. And, and so that would be one. And I think tiredness. So you, it's a different pace. So mm -hmm. there might be, you might be at home, but it's a different pace. So if you have kids, you're gonna be around your kids a lot more. For me, my life just looked different. And so just, I feel like when I'd be like, okay, I'm tired. I need to get alone with the Lord. You do something similar to Kathy yes. and you go get in your car. I do go and drive. So <laughs> I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta go away and I gotta just pray. And I gotta get a control of myself, really. And remind, get a control of myself by reminding myself who is in control. Like, okay, yes. Savannah, you're not in control. You never were in control. <laughs> I think we had a yeah. false sense of security that we were in control. So and good. God is just reminding us, no, I've always been in control and will still always continue to be in control even after 2020. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things, um, and I want you to talk about this, but that I, noticed in you, um, and I think this might be something that other girls battle mm. with, is that if you did struggle for some reason with your faith, mm. then condemnation mm. would pile on uh, top of that yeah. and you would feel like you're oh, failing sure. God. And then that would yeah. push you lower mm. into feeling like you were failing. Yeah, yeah I think like, um, as a Christian, no matter what, how long you've known the Lord, but especially if you feel like, man, I've known the Lord for a, a while, you can feel like when those feelings of like doubt mm -hmm. or like, um, gosh, I get emotional right now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but you feel like, you're like, I need to pull this together. I need to have it together. And, or if you're a leader, you're like, I gotta have faith for other people. Yeah. And uh, I remember a, a day, where I was struggling with faith. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you want to go? No, it's, it's good. But I was struggling to have faith for, for the future. Like, it just seemed so unknown. And I remember expressing it to my parents. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. God puts godly people in our lives to encourage us. And mm -hmm. it's okay to be vulnerable with your feelings. Mm -hmm, yes. Like, I think I've learned that in this season. Sometimes we feel like we have to hide it or we, um, that, you know, we have to hide it from God or we have to hide it from other people. And I was expressing it and it was a very vulnerable moment. And I remember my dad said, you might not have faith for your future. The future might seem unclear to you, but I'm gonna have faith for you. Yeah. And um, 
So I think for girls to not be afraid to express it, like Nancy said, that was so beautiful. Like in those moments, God is not judging you. Right. He's not gonna come and say, get it together, girl. Like, but you gotta get this together, you know? Cause we can feel like, okay, God, how can you use me? I'm battling, you know, with faith or I'm struggling with, you know, trusting you. And God's like, no, that's a time for me to draw you near yes. and say, I've got this and allow other people to speak into your life. And I think it's so important not to, to push those feelings down, but to express them so that other people can bear your burden and say, you got this girl, you can, you can do it. God's for you. And so in this, this year, the Lord has taught me over and over again, because I'm one, two, press things down, one, two, hide things. And he's like, no, let it come to the surface. Like, I'm not gonna let you keep it in there anymore. <laughs> like, it's gonna come out and it's beautiful. But yeah. It makes me think of that statement. Paul says, my grace is sufficient yes. for you. The Lord said that to Paul. Yes. For my strength is made perfect in, in your weakness. weakness. Nancy, for girls that are struggling with God's grace and believing that God's grace is big enough for their weakness, mm which in this instance, we're talking about emotional weakness. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're, they're right now in the middle of feeling like they're emotionally weak and mm -hmm. their faith is weak, what would you say mm -hmm. to them about God's grace for them? I would say that God, you need to know that God is with you. He's not mad at you. It doesn't bother him that you're feeling weak because he, there's a promise that God, where God says, I will make up that which is lacking. So if you, if you went through a, a freak out like I did in the beginning, or maybe you were feeling like you didn't have enough faith or, or you're weak or whatever, God says that his strength yes. is made perfect in right. our weakness. Mm -hmm. So that is a wonderful opportunity for him to be strength to you right in the mm -hmm. middle of your weakness. And mm -hmm. you just like, just grab out, just reach out and take that. It's, that's a word for you. And, it's, and for me, God said, I'm doing a divine alignment. So if, uh, so if you're feeling like something's a bit off, it's okay. Something is a bit off right now. But, and we're all, this, this brought me a lot of comfort when I realized we are all in the same storm, but yeah. we're not all in the same boat. So, yeah. Some of you were at home, right. like Kathy with husband and kids, and it's good some days and sometimes yeah. it's not so good. And, <laughs> And then there are families that are forced to come together and maybe there's some domestic situations that are not so good or there's yeah. damaged relationships. So same storm, different boat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I want you to know that no matter what boat you find yourself in, that God is in that boat with so you. Good. And he, he, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I, I just want you to be okay right now without yeah. being okay. <laughs> Wow. Because yeah. I am going hmm. to make up what's lacking. I'm going to meet you right where you That's are. That's beautiful. Um, I'm a pretty optimistic person <laughs> by nature. And um, when, when something shifts in, in my life, usually, usually, not all the time, but I'll be like, okay, what's God going to do? What's God going to do with this now? You know, okay, it's a blizzard. Yay! <laughs> You know, I'm the one that if there's stormy weather, I want to go out and watch it. You know, it's just like uh, something else. And let's, I'm like, let's get in the storm filter. <laughs> Come on. Um, but, you know, it, I, I, can, I have to admit there were days like I just was like, 
I wasn't speaking truth over myself. Mm. And I think that one of the things that God revealed to me at a whole new level was the importance of what we say to our, what we speak. Mm. Our our words, not only our spoken words, but the words that are are moving around in our mind. And, And I had to get a hold of my thinking, my thought life, the words that I was speaking to others even. And, and the only way I knew to do that was through the word, mm. through God's word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I had to put his word more at the forefront like, than my words. Yeah. I just plastered the house with scripture. Like, because I was like, at the time Savannah was actually um, living in, we were living in a duplex. Small. We sold, we sold our house right before the pandemic started and moved into a du- duplex, just mu- a small duplex for us. It was smaller, it was a thousand square feet. And, and um, so it was just, we were processing all of that. And, you know, the emotion in a short, a yeah. smaller space. And so I was like, okay, we're gonna have to, I have to take a hold of myself, but also I need to help Savannah and John. <laughs> so I just put scriptures she up everywhere. <laughs> was, yeah, and one of the scriptures that just really jumped out to me was Psalms 91. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. And um, those who live in the shelter of the mm. Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Yeah. And so I wrote that really mm-hmm. large and in charge. It was, I, I'm not super crafty, but I'm like, I'm gonna make it pretty. And I got my markers yeah. out one day because yeah. I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. And so I made like the scripture really pretty with blue and pink and red markers and then a big heart, mm-hmm. you know, reminding me of God's love and just put it in a prominent place in the, in the kitchen. And then there was another day that was, a little stressful between John and me. I'm like, okay, I'm putting up a verse for him. <laughs> You're gonna help him. So right on his mirror. And he came home that night. He he was actually at the church that day, which we, we could have very limited during that season, people at the church. So we kind of um, tag teamed, but he came home from church and he walked in the bathroom. He goes, did you put this scripture up for me? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we have to yeah. we have to create the so atmosphere good. we want. Wow. One of my favorite things is in Psalm, uh, Philippians where yeah. it says whatever things are pure, whatever yeah, things are right, so whatever good. things are noble, think on these things. And there yes. there that's a, a thing for my brain is I would say, okay, what is pure? And I got to focus on that. And I would think about like a stream of water and uh, you know how wonderful that is and things. And so because I could, at times I could hear myself speaking blah or mm, like yeah. we're never going to come out of this. Mm. And, but I have an audience of four, yeah. including Don was home a lot, but you know, the, the kids just uh, watching everything and hearing yeah. everything that we're saying. So I, I love that part of scripture because it helps us focus. Yeah. We say that to girls often, yeah. you know, choose what you're thinking on, choose yeah. what you're going to allow to be in the forefront of your mind. And so I put that to good work. And sometimes yeah. we have to, when we're choosing, we have to choose the voices we're allowing yeah. into yes. our hearts and minds. And I, I mean, honestly, I, was a, I am not a news junkie, but there was about three or four weeks there where I, 
I was like constantly going to the mm. to my phone to get an update. Yeah. You know, like what's happening now. Right. And I found that just like, oh, mm. like just the heaviness of that. I, I think that was me in the beginning. You know, I shared a little bit already, but I love that you brought up Psalm 91, though, because I, the most um, unexpected source sent me Psalm 91, except uh, and it was done all up, just like you said you did yours. And but it was in the it personalized. I will say of the Lord, yes. He is my refuge. He is my That's exactly he is right. My God. In Him will yes. I trust. That's right. And yes. saying that out loud over myself, I'm mm. feeling it right now. Yes. It just brought such strength so and power. Good. That's yes. so good. So, good. so I awesome. I will Apple. declare. Yes. I will declare. The Lord is my strength. Yes. Yes. He is my refuge. Yeah. He will help me. That's Amen. so good. That's so good. And I, I think like the enemy wants to silence us yeah. with, with discouragement and depression to silence us. But when we start declaring the goodness of yes. God, yeah. it yes. totally changes everything because the, the enemy wants us to forget how big God is. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to be overwhelmed by what's going on. But when we start speaking truth and declaring the goodness of God, it builds our faith. And, yes. and at home, we would, I remember we would wake up in the morning and we would play worship music. From the moment we got up, we would have it blaring and it would totally change your perspective. So reading the word and, and worshiping totally changes perspective. And I, I was thinking of Psalms 30, verse 11. It says, you have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my, clo um, yes. my cloth of mourning and clothed me with joy that I may sing praises to you and not be silent. And the enemy wants to silence yes. us. But when you start thinking of, you know, God is with me, God is yes. for me, God is greater. We start declaring the praise of God. And wow, it that's just, so good. it's like, it's, it's powerful. Yeah. There's power and, in that. And I want to, I want to share a scripture that's yeah. coming to me right now. And this is for somebody out there, probably more than one person, but it just came to me. And I believe it's found at the end of Psalm 27. What would have become of me had I mm. not believed to see wow. the goodness of the yeah. Lord yes. in the land of the living? Hallelujah. Yes. You're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Don't worry what's going to become of you because you're going to see his goodness. Yes. We're going to yes. see. That's we don't right. understand everything that's going that's right. on, but we can depend on that because yes, that is good. God's word. And he right. said, my word is yes. forever right. settled in heaven. So true. And here, that's it. It's the word of God. This yes. is the good news, yes. girls. So good. This is the good news. You know, when we look to the world news, we, we want, we go to the media because we're hoping that we're going to hear good news. Right. Mm -hmm. But that, you can't count on that. No. <laughs> but you can count on this. Yes. You can count on God's word always to revive, yes. to strengthen, to restore. Yes. to to bless to encourage yes. you yes. know that's so good it's yeah. the word mm -hmm. it is the word so good Amen. and I would say if you're not a part of a church community yeah. you know we welcome you to be a part of ours you know there's a lot of amazing online services right now that's the beauty yes. of this yeah. season that God has just helped us as the big C church to reach into to homes and situations where there was not a voice, you mm -hmm. know, and a voice of hope. Yeah. And we would really welcome you to be a part of James River Church and to jump online with us and to get connected to community of believers because it's so vital yeah. to our spiritual yeah. health and yeah. emotional yes. health. Yeah. You can connect with girlfriends right now on the Facebook chat 
Um, or you could go in and just chat online and there's girls on there that would love to encourage you. And we're here for you. We're in this together, yes. girls. You are not alone. And there's a company of women. We're just four right here, but there's way more than this that believe in you and we're cheering you on and we want to be there for you. We're in this together for sure. And God is going to help you wherever you're at today, whatever you're walking through. I pray that something that was said in this short conversation helps you to believe, builds your faith. You know, the word of God said everyone's been given a grain of, of faith, a mustard seed of faith. It's, it could feel so small to you, but you have enough faith yes. to go forward. So you have enough faith to move on. You have enough faith to believe God for your situation, mm -hmm. that he is going to yes. help you, that he is going to strengthen you, that he is going to get you through this, mm -hmm. this season of discouragement, mm -hmm. this season of despair. Mm -hmm. And we want, before we close, we want to pray with you. And yes. I'm going to ask Nancy yes. right now. I'm going to ask her to just yes. pray yes. for you. Yes. Jesus. and believe with you that yes. God is going to help you. Yes. God said that he would bear our burdens, mm. that we can cast every care yes. that we have on him. Thank you. Because my friend, he mm. cares for you girls. Yes, he cares for you. And he wants you to cast your care. If, you, if you've ever been fishing and you watch somebody cast a fishing rod and that line goes way out there. He literally wants you to take those wow. cares and throw them as far away from you as you, you mm, can. So and and he, will, he will take those cares. He will bear our burdens. And he said that uh, if we seek him with all of our heart, that we will find mm. him. And even if all you can get out of your mouth is help me, Jesus, he will come to you. Yes. He will be there for you. And it's sometimes you feel it and sometimes you don't. Don't even worry about that because he, he said, you call upon me and I will um, meet you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. Jeremiah 33, I call God's telephone number. <laughs> call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not of. And I'm here to tell you that the Lord says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He never said the weapons wouldn't form, but he did say mm. that they would not prosper. And we all feel like we've had weapons formed right now. But I break the power of every uh, spiritual assignment that the enemy has set yes, against Lord. you in the name of Jesus. And I release the peace of God yes, that passes all understanding, yes, that it would supernaturally rule your heart and your mind. And I pray that even through the power of online virtual prayer right now, that this will go right into your heart, that you will feel God's presence, that the Holy Spirit will visit you and comfort you because he is the comfort. He is the mighty one. He is the counselor. The name of Jesus is above every name. So we take authority over every spirit of suicide. We take authority over anxiety. We take authority over depression. And we release to you right now, the peace of God that passes all understanding in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Nancy. And thank you for joining us for this breakout session. We pray blessing over you and we can't wait to hear. We'd love for you to share your story. You can go online and do that at designforlife.org. And we can't wait to hear what God did through this session. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on The Pink Mug. Be sure to tune in right here on the second Tuesday of each month for a brand new episode. We would love for you to like and share today's show with your friends and connect with us on social media. Follow Design Sisterhood on Facebook and Instagram to learn more about who we are as a sisterhood and how you can be a part.